night shift in a battered woman's shelter for two years, often having to barricade herself in the office until the police came. It was a violent job in which her employers often treated her with less than the help that she needed. Her husband decided to become a police officer because of the hopelessness that she saw in so many people. She has worked for many years, serving others, often late into the night, often harassed, yet never quitting. It's not so much what we say, but what people see that makes our walk of faith far more amazing than we often realize. Life Journeys with Terry Hardigan is a new podcast that will build your faith and practical understanding, and will help you navigate life's hard times. This series explores the many life challenges that Pastor Hardigan has encountered. From the absolutely impossible valleys, to the everyday nagging frustrations, God always has a plan and purpose for you, even in life's worst moments. As Terry often says, trials are the canvas of your life on which God intends to paint great victories. In today's story, you'll learn about how to see some vital positives in some of life's relentless daily struggles. When you have a success in life that others can celebrate, it shows something about what you've done. However, when you battle against the challenges of life and even the failures, it shows something about what God has done to help you. Championships are the canvases upon which we paint how good we are. Trials are canvases upon which God paints on our lives how victorious He is. As you look back over your years, you'll one day realize a greater dimension of how God has been working to make you a valuable treasure to Him and to others. My daughter drew me a picture for Father's Day many years ago. I guess she was about 12. It was a scene from our days in South Dakota after coming off the road and living in a small trailer next to a Quonset hut on the edge of town. There were farm fields all around us, and the family that took us in had an old golf cart. I'd take our two youngest ones for long rides in the fields and pastures and rolling hills. I was going through one of those hard times I've talked about, yet the color crayon picture of us riding in the cart said the good old days. What were not my best memories were some of their fond experiences with Dad. It was our youngest daughter who learned through watching what we had been through how to be able to weather the storm of working in a homeless woman's shelter. I think my girls understood well that Mom and Dad were struggling. They'd been with us in journeys in the desert, on the ocean, through deeply poverty-riddled neighborhoods and areas of crime, and they were watching all of this. They also knew that as soon as I could, we would relocate, build a new ministry, and start a new life. From those hard times, they saw an attitude that never gave up and never gave in to fear. The goal their mom and dad had was to believe God always and then act like it. God told Abraham, Take now your son, your only son Isaac, whom you love, and go into the land of Moriah and offer him there for a burnt offering. On the journey up the mountain, his son said, I see the wood, Dad, but where is the lamb for a burnt offering? 
And Abraham said, My son, God will provide himself a lamb for a burnt offering. After the angel of the Lord stopped Abraham, God told him that in blessing I will bless you, and in multiplying I will multiply your seed as the stars of heaven and as the sand which is upon the seashore, and your seed shall possess the gate of his enemies. And in your seed shall all the nations of the earth be blessed, because you have obeyed my voice. As I'm reading this to you, God is just putting a sense in me that all the things that you and I are going through in 2020, some of them far deeper things than we've ever experienced because it seems like the whole nation is getting worn down. God is preparing us for something absolutely amazing. It's as if the knife is being held over our heads, ready to plunge into the very heart of this nation. But God is getting us ready for deliverance. So just stand still and trust God and watch him work. Only at the end can one truly measure the shortness of this morning vapor called my life. That dash between the dates and the gravestone. As I do, I realize that one day my girls will be where I am. As young and vibrant as they are, I know I must live my time in light of their final day. It could be tomorrow, but I prefer it not to be, of course. Yet, what will they have to hold on to? And what will they trust in? Who will they trust? Will they be at peace? Will they be able to draw upon the faith that my own life has hopefully given? That's why I exist, you see. Is that not worthy of my life? Such that no other successes or failures in earthly goals mean anything. So what if I didn't pastor a church of a thousand or spread my message to the nations such that I am remembered by them? My life is a success only in that I have faithfully persisted in my journey up the mountain. How we all live out our faith is what our children will have in their own souls. Our youngest not only endured a very troubling job, both of her children and her have been on helicopters, Lear jets, ambulance rides, all to overcoming life-threatening issues. From open-heart surgeries to aneurysms to choking children being rushed miles away to emergency care and through so many daily life frustrations. Now 2020. And she has never given up. As a single parent, another daughter got her GED, finished college, and began working a job at a master's level position. She's lost two close friends in death in the last three months, and last night her dog ran off, and she heard crying from the dog in the forest, and we've as yet not found her. I thank God that my kids saw us go through many hard times, how they were able to see two parents committed to one another in God and go forward in faith. Yes, we were often overwhelmed emotionally and drained mentally, but just like God gave Abraham the heart to sacrifice his greatest earthly possession and then made a way where there was no way, so he has provided for each of us. This is what proven faith looks like. It's not pulpit faith or classroom faith, but it's wilderness faith. Look at the reality that we are called to live in places where failure and defeat are sure unless God is trusted. Now, let me share a key to unlock our trust in the valleys. 
Faith must never cause us to surrender to a hopeless sense of never expecting healing or material help, but it must establish us in peace in God alone that whatever exaltation, whatever joy, and whatever blessing of our souls that healing, finances, or other earthly deliverance would afford us, we have already experienced a greater satisfaction through faith alone. I call it worshiping on the right side of the river, or the bottom of the mountain, or the dark cell of imprisonment, acting as though deliverance had already happened. The actual manifestation must become immaterial if we would know the faith of Abraham. This kind of trust can and must crush despair in the darkness before it can be called true faith. That is the character that brings the will of God into our present world that is calling for justice. When we cry, that's not fair, God cries, that's not faith. Faith says, whatever happened to you, God allowed it for a reason. If you would find faith, if you would find the truth, don't seek for the reasons men have caused your trial. Seek for the reason that God has allowed it, and you will find what you seek. You may often feel like you failed, but you didn't give up. You may have even walked away from some battles, but you're still in the fight, and you've got to stay in it. Your neighbors and your family are watching, and you have become a part of the living Word of God. All you feel is the sting of God's pen on the canvas, but they see the work of God in your persistent faith. Never give up. It's our hope today that you've realized just how much you have helped other people simply by your walk with God. Life Journeys brings you a new podcast every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at noon. You can find our website at lifejourneys.us. Please take time to check it out and subscribe by using one of the platforms found at Amazon Music, Spotify, iTunes, iHeartRadio, Google Podcast, or our host, Podbean. Thanks for listening, and have a wonderful day.